Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's going on, Bill? After I'm uh, Chris, Doctor Chris Featherstone here. Yeah. Bear, bear. How you doing, my now, man? Listen, I'm gonna do that chant. Welcome back. Welcome back. We missed you. Did Thank you have you, a wonderful man. vacation? Uh, I did, man. It was uh, much needed. It was um, the longest vacation I've ever taken in my life, man. Uh, I heard you were on special assignment for Sports Kida. No, no. There's something going on that you cannot reveal. I was on nobody's special assignment. I was on 100% vacation, man. Much needed Uh, vacation from uh, being a a podcaster and a doctor and a college professor. uh, uh, And my partner. My partner here on Scripted on WrestleBinge. Indeed, man. So, uh, it was good. It was a, it was a good week and a half. It well, was a much you, needed. It was a nice reset, and I'm and I'm glad to be back with my guy, man. I'm Bill Atta, how are you, my I'm man? I'm glad to see you. So the big news. What's the big news, Bill? After Braun Breaker's match tonight, mm. here's some gongs. Showed up. Mm. What is going on here? Paul Heyman making gestures to be the uh the special counsel yeah yes to uh to to braun breaker who i think is going to be i hope they move him to the main uh to the main roster on either Mm. show i think he 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 called paul uh said call roman reigns so uh i have a feeling something's something's going to pop there but the big thing was they had teased Two things. They teased maybe Jade Cargill showing up, and she came out of the car again three-quarters naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she drives around like this, I guess. Yes, And yes. the big thing, the big <laughs> surprise, though, was that the, uh, that the Undertaker came back. Uh, I don't, yeah, it was a return. I think it was. They, they, they were, uh, you know, there's some rumors about um, – uh, NXT's deal uh, coming up on uh, USA, so I think they wanted to bring some heavy hitters to uh, yeah. to be able to. Is Lloyd Anoa'i in the in the chat right now? Is he? How about that? I don't know. I don't Eesh, know. Eesh. Lloyd Anoa'i. Do you know where Ishish came from? You do? yes, I do. I do. His uncle. Yes. Just in case you fans don't remember, yeah, his uncle Alpha. Yes, yeah, his yes, dad, rather, Afa, when he put a nerve hold on somebody, go, yes, yeah, but the Undertaker, the Undertaker, and welcome back, Lloyd. We we really enjoyed, uh, yeah, welcome, yeah, and we'll have you back again. We'll have yes, you, back. we'll do a yes, welcome indeed. back chant for you. Thank too. you, Lloyd, uh, for supporting the show, man. That's uh, great stuff, yes, really spreading, spreading the word. Uh, and Lloyd knows, you know, my nickname is Opta. But getting back to the Undertaker here, yes. uh, Undertaker Braun Breaker, and you were talking about um, about the deals coming up uh, for with USA and the ratings yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. I think, I think tonight, where they were against Dynamite for the first time yes. in years, I think they loaded this card up to kind of show the Tony Khan universe that we have 
the mega stars to go against your stars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think it was twofold. I do think it was one, uh, the season, you know, kind of uh, throwing all the names out to really, uh, uh, fluff up and, and spruce up that that uh, presentation to renew their deal on USA. And I'd also think twofold, it was a competition to uh, AEW Dynamite. Uh, you know, they, that was made evented by uh, uh, Adam Copeland uh, versus Luchasaurus. And so bringing those names in there and that top name, leaving WWE, going to, you know, uh, competing on Dynamite, I do think it's one of those, th- and that was his first match, I believe. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things I do think that the WWE, uh, through the NXT brand, intentionally did bring those heavy hitters uh, to. And no to reason why not to. I mean, I mean they, they, they have them. And, you know, and it, uh, Dynamite brought on their heavy hitters, too. Mm-hmm. They did. Uh, with Adam Copeland uh, and uh, Christian yeah. now, of course, uh, uh, in, in competition with each other, does yep. it have the fever? Do you feel the fever mm. was anticipated? Do you feel the fever of going to laptop? I asked you first. I asked you second. Right. Ready? <laughs> on, on a, the yes or no on a count of three. Ready? One, two, three. In the middle. No. I think okay. I, I, like I, I think it's kind of in the middle. Uh, I, when I watched, you know, that first night when uh, Adam came back, I thought it was exceptional. You know, even though we there were rumors that he was going to do it, it was still a nice surprise. Sure. But today, I just felt tonight. I felt it. I enjoyed it. I watched yeah. both shows: one on my cell phone and one on the big TV. And I watched them both, and I enjoyed them both. But I don't know if the uh, Adam Copeland part on Dynamite had that uh, intensity Mm -hmm. that I was hoping for. Again, it was good. I'm not knocking it. It was good, but I don't know if it was uh, intense. What about you? I agree. I think that's a good assessment. I think that's a fair assessment. I do think that, uh, you know – it's one of those things that you can tell that, you know, you got, you got to give it up for Tony Khan and his bank account for uh, pulling some strings to be able to have Adam, Adam Copeland be, uh, you know, headline an AEW show after being the WWE for 25 years. And so, you know, you got to give it up to him for that uh, for one. And then for two, it just, I, I, I feel with Tony Khan, I just feel just throwing together matches for for the star power's sake, you know. What I mean, I, I know I, I do understand, but I, I do understand, uh, and I, the 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 angle that we're kind of having with Edge and Christian, you know, it just kind of speaks for itself because of the history. They're using the history of the WWE, you know, for the sake of AEW. It doesn't feel really organic. Um, that's not necessarily a bad thing because if it's already on the platter, use it. You know I mean? I get that. And I'm not necessarily opposed to it, but, mm-hmm. the, but the thing is, give me more story. Don't just keep, don't just throw matches together, man. I'm just, I'm just, I told you before, I'm just not well, a matches your names. Is it, is it throwing matches together or is it, look what we got. We got Adam Copeland. We I think it's a combination of both. I think okay. it's a combination of both. Yeah. Good yeah. Point. 
Yeah, and, and I think you know, give me more story, man. Give me more story. Just don't, <clears throat> just don't go straight to matches. You know, just because you have those names, man. Just spend some more time with the stories. I mean, you you have what six hours of television a week now? I mean, uh, yeah. you you have or five hours? You have two with Dynamite. You have one with Rampage. You have uh, two with Collision. So you have five hours of television. Uh, you know, we, yeah. that's the same. That's the same amount of television as WWE has a week. So well, you know, so you have it. Use it. But you have the pressure. Tonight was extreme pressure. Yeah. Yep. Because here they are, head-to-head. Head. You know, if you remember years back when uh, NXT was on Wednesday nights, yeah, uh, yeah. NXT pretty much lost to Dynamite. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, but I think tonight, I think the swing is going to uh, go in the other direction right now because of the way that um, NXT had gotten all the big names to be there and it was unusual to see like a megastar like john yeah. cena oh, in a yeah la night too but uh <laughs> but to see uh, john cena to actually see him you can see him hmm. to see him in a smaller arena setting that you know, yeah. could have been like an indie audit type of yeah, like uh, an OVW uh, type. Of, I, I, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, yeah. I imagine that it, that John Cena really felt that. I think he felt that because stuff like that. You know, Edge has said it. I mean, a lot of Brian Daniels has said it before. A lot of times, uh, uh, the crowds and Lloyd would know this in the in, in the uh, in the chat. You know, a lot of times the big crowds is kind of like the you you know I made it feel. Um, and it feels good, but a lot of times people get the, the most adrenaline in those smaller crowds, man. Yes, oh, because yeah. the spotlight the spotlight feels more on you. You got you got people watching more intently instead of just casual fans, just kind of well, ECW arenas. Yeah, absolutely. That. That's why yeah. I said like Lord be an ECW, like he he would know. You know, as far as just a UCW arena and just the intensity that comes with those crowds, those smaller crowds. And and yeah. John Cena, you know, he speaking of the wrestlers, you know, uh, uh series is out now. John Cena was a part of OVW. So he felt that, you know, he he was a part of UPW in California and and you know, uh early in his career. So he knows those crowds. You know, and I, and I and I appreciate that. You know, it it, it just seems like Cena felt it. You know, I mean, just kind of felt that old school, you know, just kind of uh, gritty type of feel yeah. that he used to years ago. So yeah, it's it's, it's a good it's a thing. Yeah. So I I, I don't show- think that this is I don't think that this is I do think this is a one off though. I, I don't think that uh, they'll they'll throw a bunch of uh, talent on a weekly basis. No. And and I also don't think that the casual fans that were coming from Raw, uh, based on the advertisements, I don't think hardly any, if any, will stay uh, to next week or at least. Two well, it, this all depends now on what the TBS schedule is. Of course, you know for for the reason that they are, uh, are preempting it on Wednesday night. The other thing is that um, the hardest. Worker tonight, one of the hardest workers tonight is that poor guy with the button that had to bleep every time the fan started chanting "bull blank, yeah, yeah, bull yeah, yeah. blank." Yeah. They had a, they had a. T- I feel sorry for whoever you are yeah. if you're watching this. 
you're appreciated. And yet on AEW, the language that MJF used tonight yeah. was like way off the charts. I, th- I, know, think again, it's unne- I think it's unnecessary, man. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It definitely yeah. is. And the kids and the, the kids, exactly. in the, I'm thinking about the kids in the exactly. audience. Do yeah, exactly. I want, I'm going to say something that, bro, do I want my kid to watch this? <laughs> do I want my kid to watch this, bro? I mean, seriously, yeah. even the NXT audience was going out of their way cussing. Yeah. And same thing with the, but it was different than the wrestlers, wrestlers who do it on dynamite. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's that's the sign of the times when it comes to this uh, these crowds nowadays, Bill. I mean the and and, and the days of the magazines, it was just uh, riveting television storylines. It was it was just intense character building, uh, and it, that that's just was the the heart of professional wrestling, man. And you couldn't now, say damn on TV. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, uh, nowadays it, it, it's it's par for the course. Because of that bloodthirsty, like I told you before, man, I, I think of things from a psychological perspective. You have a bloodthirsty sure. crowd nowadays. You have you have crowds who finally have an opportunity to do things their way. And I think that that becomes an issue because f- fans are flighty and they're flaky and they're fickle. I mean, and so... They, you know, here today, gone tomorrow, the today's, you know, the flavor of the week, and we want to build this guy up, and then we don't like him anymore. I mean, that's why with Kofi Kingston, you know, there was Kofi mania. As soon as he won the title, the first, you know, three months, it was just like, eh. I mean, it's so it's just like, yeah. you know, yeah. that's, that's just the way of the world when it comes to pro wrestling fans. And, you know, I was watching Rick, I was listening to a lot of Ric Flair's recent uh, interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet. And um, great guy, by the way, we met him at uh, we did meet Chris. Uh, we, at, we did meet Chris. Uh, yep, at yeah, Summer great Summer. guy. Uh, his his uh, his his producer man, uh, who was who was with him. Really good guy, man. We talked for a while. We talked yes, for a yeah, long yeah. period of time. Just just a really conversation. Just a really easy guy to talk to. You know, I mean, he's a he's yeah. also an indie uh, promoter. Uh, and just a really cool dude, man. So, uh, shout out, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, just, just, I think for, you know, just the fans that we're dealing with, you know, uh, uh, nowadays, that's just the, the sign of the times, the way of the world. But Ric Flair was talking about that, man. He was talking about how he doesn't, he's not a fan of just the, the modern day, uh, way of, um, booking things when it comes to, Allowing the fans to take so much control, and I, I agree with him. I agree with him a hundred percent. He was like, he was mm-hmm. talking about he doesn't like it. He said that's just you know in his days, you controlled the crowd. You didn't allow you didn't allow paraphrasing, but he was saying you control the crowd. You didn't let the crowd control you. And right. that's how it should be, man. You got all these okay. Well, he's getting kind of cheered, so let's make him a baby face. But. Uh, but the heel isn't doing heelish things. The heel is listening cheers from people, which is taking away the heat from the baby. And so now the baby isn't, you know, uh, uh, getting any shine because the heel wants to get cheered. And it's just, it's just a lot. It's just too much, man. It's, it's just way too much. I mean, much. the fans kind of made 
L.A. Knight, didn't they? Because the fans just hooked on to, to that yeah gimmick, and they went crazy over this yeah. thing. And if they didn't, you know, if it wouldn't have worked, he'd still be mid-card. You know, and I'll have to give it up to Triple H for that. You know, um, we were we were wondering, you know, why uh, Austin Theory was in the Royal Rumble. We still, both of us are still uh, wondering that question. Triple H kind of sidestepped the answer uh, when we asked him. When you asked him, I was right behind you in the in the press conference uh, post post show. But I do, you know, I what another thing is like people were asking him during other pressers, you know, why haven't you basically strapped the Rockets on LA night? Yeah. But here's my thing, yeah. man. This is, yeah, this is what I think about LA night. I think you got to let them cook, man. And I, and I say this before, I've said this before many times, Bill, with just storylines and characters, let them cook. If you, if you strap the Rockets on them real quick, they're going to plateau too fast and you got to let that slow burn build into that big moment, like a WrestleMania, like a world rumble, because that causes that person's stock to grow up if uh, to go up. If you make him champion within, you know, two months of fans starting to cheer him, you've already plateaued him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. Where do you go with them then? Exactly. Yeah. Where, where, where do you go from yeah. there? And so they're, they're doing a slow, type of deal, you know, and they're cooking them. And I, and I like that. I, I respect that, you know, teaming up with Cena and kind of getting Cena's endorsement. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the Royal Rumble and things like that. You know, uh, I like it. You know, let him cook. You know, he's feeling with the Miz for a little while. Let him cook, man. Let him cook. And wait I, and a minute. I wait a minute. You, you're talking about him winning the Royal Rumble. What if that is the – you know, there's, it's all over the internet that uh, there's no talks going on between WWE and CM Punk, mm -hmm. officially, allegedly. Mm -hmm. I think they're holding this off till the Royal Rumble, mm. and he's gonna he's gonna be a surprise. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he was a surprise. I don't think he is going to win it, <laughs> for sure. I don't, <laughs> would, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I want to rewind. Wait a minute. You think he'll win it? You think CM Punk will win the Royal Rumble? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going. You know, there's a few months oh, between now and uh, between now and then. WrestleMania. Oof. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, 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 don't, I don't think maybe it would be one of the other titles there. I don't know. I don't see him. Wait a minute. So CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble and, and won't go for the world title. I don't know. Maybe he'll go for Intercontinental title or something. Maybe he's the guy that'll beat Gunther. I don't know. It's too so early he, to say. So he wins the Royal Rumble. It says. Instead of main eventing, instead of main eventing WrestleMania, I'll just go for it. It's a continental championship. Oh, I like that. That's still very cool. <laughs> well, I, just, I just have a feeling that if he comes back, he may not win it or anything, but I do think that's a good spot to have him. I want to rewind on something here. If we could just get off the punk thing for a minute. And if you fans, by the way, you're watching this, live and you want to join in of course let, let me know if you think let us know if you think that punk will come back by royal rumble or before that but i want to rewind i got a uh, a text from uh uh mr dasgupta mm. uh, head head content officer i'm gonna yes, call him yes yes uh, and he wanted to know 
he said they're, they're looking for a comment for me on the undertaker's comeback tonight okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna say this live i think it was a great idea to bring him back and have him go face to face with braun breaker because i think braun breaker is going to break into the main roster soon with paul Heyman, and Heyman will be excellent for him and i think we're going to see in the very near future uh braun breaker become a major star on the main roster but i think undertaker was there mainly to kind of stir up the uh the the image of that maybe undertaker wants him mm. what do you think so you see undertaker competing again maybe again against uh braun breaker and uh, i don't know i it, it's it just it makes you go hmm remember arsenio hall used to say that all the time yes indeed. makes you go hmm but i don't know i just think something between he and taker might be uh a short-lived storyline just to endorse him to going up to the main roster i think there's a zero percent chance that we see that I don't think it'll be a match. I just think some sort of a confrontation, maybe on one of the main shows. I think they're. I think they brought Taker in just to just to you know cook up the numbers for for okay, for well, the for the USA deal. What do you people I, think? I, I do think I do think that uh, we'll see Brown Breaker in the main roster soon. I think. Oh, yeah. I think. I, I do. I think we should. I mean, he's been in NXT for a while. He's been. A, he was NXT champion for a long time. He, he you know turned heel and. Even his heel run is getting a bit stale uh, on 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 NXT. Uh, he's a star, man. He's a star. He looks um, good. He yeah, really he looks. Good. It looks great. He's a star. He, he looks like he I'm, looks like being monster. I'm not sure how I feel about uh, Heyman with him though, because because it wouldn't make sense. Heyman's a bloodline guy, and then he kind of goes off and manages someone else on the side. You know what I mean? I, well, I, I don't. I don't be like this guy. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I think that Heyman is because because the thing is, he even says on behalf of Roman Reigns, that it didn't even make sense. The Roman Reigns sent Braun Breaker, uh, send Paul yeah, Heyman did. there to to manage Braun Breaker for a second for Braun Breaker to join the bloodline. Why would he want to join the bloodline? You got to connect the dots with me when it comes to with it, when it comes to this stuff. Well, Braun Breaker and, maybe maybe could become uh, trouble for. Roman Reigns. So instead of uh, having him as an opponent for Roman Reigns, maybe he becomes part of the Paul Heyman stable, not the bloodline, but, you know, keep your enemies close to you. Hmm. No. <laughs> that doesn't do I don't anything. Tell me with some odd scenarios tonight. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see it. I, I, I like Braun. Uh, I, I think he's a star. Um, I, I don't th the thing is with here's the thing with Paul Heyman, Bill, Paul Heyman is so good at what he does. But one of the problems with Paul Heyman is that he shrouds. He's so over that he's that he's historically shrouded over people who aren't as over or more over than he is. He was okay. successful. He was successful when he managed CM Punk because CM Punk's more over than. 
he is. He was successful when he managed Kurt Angle, when he was, you know, involved in that Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, Big Show, right. you know, uh, yeah. gimmick uh, b- back in the uh, um, Ruthless Aggression days. And so that worked because all three of those people were over, more over than he was. But when he was managing, you know, uh, I think I think he was dabbling with uh, uh, Matt Morgan for a hot second. So when, yes, when I were, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that didn't work. Uh, Cesaro didn't work. Ryback didn't work. Michael McGillicuddy didn't work. Like those 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 mid card stars who he's trying to, you know, have that Heyman rub to bump them. None of them ever worked. Because because Heyman shrouded uh, um, all of them because he was he was more over than he was was more over than all of them, and I think that he's more over than Braun Breaker is. Yeah, but I just see them doesn't need that Heyman rub because Heyman uh, has the opportunity to possibly shroud him, and so you don't you don't want that. You don't want that with Braun Breaker. I don't know if I agree with that. I I could see him with. Reigns at the beginning, and then Reigns saying, "You know, what do we need this guy for?" And this is how the feud develops. So Braun Breaker's a babyface now. It'd just be Braun Breaker. That doesn't, Bill. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. It just be Braun Breaker. Like no, man. Yes, it is. You could just be Braun Breaker. That's what we have nowadays, man. We have have a monster. We have well, fans have controlling monster. matches. And, no, and no, no. You have much. a monster like Braun Breaker now uh, making Roman Reigns insecure. That doesn't make him a baby face. It makes him, what's going to happen with these two guys who hate each other? And they're both rule breakers. What's going to happen? I would love to see that. Where, who are the fans going to cheer, Bill? Who are the fans oh, getting behind? I don't know. Not at this point. I don't know. I love heels versus heels. I love it. Yeah, but heels versus heels doesn't move needles. It doesn't well, put. It doesn't put that. butts in seats. It, it, it doesn't. Happen. It doesn't call storylines to develop. It doesn't cause people to cheer for the hero. It doesn't people. It doesn't cause people to get more heat by having enough okay, heat. Okay, then Braun Breaker go. becomes the fan favorite there. Well, he was a baby That's face cool. before. Yeah, he was a baby face yeah, before. I know. I'm not, I'm not into that right now. I mean, I think but he he's more furious. He's more furious. He's got more intensity than he ever had before. Where do you have this at? What do you, where do you, what's the, what's the payoff here? The what's payoff the is he beats Roman Reigns. Braun Breaker beats Roman Reigns. He looked he can, he looks like a chip, but I'm talking about after a while, not right away. Okay, not right away. Okay. He's got to develop. Yeah, he's got he's he he has a lot of character development to yeah. to, to work on. Yeah. He looks he looks like a million bucks. He he looks he's great. He was really fit for NXT when he was a when he was a baby face. It worked, but even his heel work's been okay too. Um, oh, I, I like his heel work. For yeah, his heel work's okay. Yeah, um, but I mean. You know, just 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 saying, hey, let's just bring him up. Let's just have him feud against him, and no, let's just no. see. You know, no one's the no one's the baby face. The chance, the fear, the fans isn't cheering. Got to create it. Got to create it. The, so, when when Hogan was a baby face, look, give me the biggest baby faces of all time: Hogan, Dusty, who else? Steamboat. Yeah. Did you Bruno. create them? Or were they made? 
already? Wrong. Were they were they good ready question. made? Well, Hogan Hogan was manufactured at the beginning. Absolutely, by Hogan. the fans yeah. had nothing to do with that. That's correct. That's Steamboat correct. was a white. But look baby. at the Rock. Who know, who what about another? the Rock? What, let's go the Rock against Hogan. The fans changed that whole thing around. I bring that up a lot. Uh, that's not fair to yeah. say because Hogan's are in 2002. Hogan was a bona fide star at that time. So I mean, of like course. that's not that's not really making a baby face. That's that's cheering Hulk Hogan. That's they, that's that's, well, that's a complete different. No, was, no, but that, but, Hollywood. But that was Hulk Hogan, though. Like, like yeah, he, this know, is but, Hulk Hogan. Like this, that's not even a fair comparison. That's not even that's not making a baby face. Hulk Hogan in 2002, just like he is in 2023, is an absolute legend. He's super over in Toronto. Come on, come on, Bill. You you did the max. You took the photography. You know how over Hogan is in Toronto. Oh, Hogan's was over everywhere. Every, exactly. It, you Brother, proved my what point. You, do? <laughs> you proved right, my point. And that's where the people in Toronto cheered Hulk Hogan. They don't care about The Rock. Hogan's more over as a wrestler. And so they didn't they make did him care about The Rock. They just they turned they, their back they, on him. They booed him. They didn't they didn't care they about him. Turned their back but on I don't so think you, you make I don't think you make baby faces. I think that uh I think the problem is, and we'll take this uh super chat before we go. Yeah, yeah, we got to. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I think the problem is, is that there's been so much booking, especially with Tony Khan. Uh, it's just kind of like let's just see what the fans want, and just let's just whatever they want, we'll give them to them. Again, that's why I go back to a legend like Ric Flair. I love when he say that he doesn't like it because I agree, I don't like it either because fan like. The mindset of pro wrestling fans is so flighty that if you did that every time, that's the reason why it's becoming more and more niche. You wonder why these ratings are dropping and people are going away. It's because fans are so flighty, but so many uh, uh, times wrestler wrestling bookers and, and, and creative it's just kind of going where the fans want, and you know? and it's just like ah, like what when when the, when was that a thing? When did that become a thing? Man? Oh, you it's, can't well, the that. whole business has changed from the day. Oh yeah, absolutely, it's changed. Of yeah, absolutely. So what we do got, we got on the super chat? All right, we got Animal Instinct five dollars super chat. Bill, please interview Paul Birchell, Elias Jackson Riker, Rick Boogs, Lacey Evans, Tessa Blanchard, Awesome Kong. Love your interviews with Perry Satter. So you want me to get them all in one room? Yes. Yes, a group now, interview. I'm going to uh, mention to uh, Animal Instinct um, that you can uh, tweet that to me at After One Wrestling, or you can email me yes. at um, uh, the Bill the Bill After Chat Indeed. at Gmail and remind yes. me. And I'll see if I can dig up some of the uh, uh, people. You know, Paul Burchill was one of my favorite wrestlers for a mm -hmm. long time. Don't know nice. what's happened he to was him. Really he, yeah. Yeah. He was oh, really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a scientific wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And for his size, he was very, very. Uh, Who else is on there? Tessa Blanchard, I know I can get a hold of. Um, uh, awesome Kong, probably, too. And thank you about the uh, Perry Saturn ones. I contacted Perry. Uh, about three or four months ago, and we're going to uh, try and hook up 
uh, to do an interview. He's uh, kind of backwards on social media. So mm. we have to find a way to do this. Maybe we can get him right here on Unscripted. Ooh, I'd be a if fan he of stays that. up late. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Bill, let the listeners know where to find you, my man. Well, right here on After's Alley, October 28th. I am now booked at the Icons of Wrestling Convention at the old ECW Arena, 2300 Arena. I will have copies of my book for sale and uh, be doing interviews all day and even interviewing you fans, if you like. Um, so come out October 28th, 2300 Arena, Philadelphia, PA, if you will. If you will, baby, indeed. Uh, Bill Afters in the building. Uh, shout out to Lloyd Enoa'i, who uh, stepped in as a member of the uh, SK Nation today. That was great. Uh, yeah, if you he's, haven't checked he's, out our, 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 he's kind of like an advisor uh, to the show at this point, an unofficial indeed, official indeed. advisor. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked out our interview with Lloyd Enoa'i, uh, go check it out on the Russell Binge uh, Sports Kita page. It was a great interview. We really, uh, both of us, Bill and I, had a great oh, time yeah. uh, chatting with uh, Lloyd and I. Uh, go check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it was last week's uh, uh, episode of Unscripted. Uh, and me, follow me at Chris Prolific. I'm actually heading over to the Pancakes and Power Slam show Ooh, to chat with the uh, audience. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, y'all, listen. This right here is Bill After. Hey, I and am... before we leave, before we yes. leave, Alpha yes. Jr., who's been having some uh, physical problems, yeah. some health problems. Want to wish him the best. And his birthday yes. was several days ago. So Indeed. happy birthday. Very nice. Very nice. This guy right here is Bill After. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Unscripted. Have a good night, everybody. Solo. Thank you.